are back after a little hiatus and for this one we've got the Champions League reaction to the draw. I've got Chris with me. Hey everyone, how's it going? Tom? Um, fucking delighted. <laughs> what a day it's been. I, I literally celebrated at work um, and my colleagues were like, what the fuck are you doing? And I was just like, we've literally just drawn Porto, the best draw possible. It, yeah, I think it's resoundingly the best draw possible. Yeah, I mean, I don't think Ajax would have been too bad, but the way the way it happened, um, did you actually watch the draw live? Yeah, you did, I, didn't I've you? had the day off, so I've actually, yeah. I was actually watching it unfold. Um, yeah, so so the way it happened when we came out and then Porto came out, yeah, just like the nature of it happening, and then obviously United were left yeah. um, to face Barca. It just couldn't have gone any better. The whole thing. No. I know. Um, and City came out early, didn't they? Yeah, well, <clears throat> so City um, have obviously pulled Spurs, yeah. And it was one, one of the early ones. It Like, again, we were talking beforehand, um, before the draw, about who reasonable opposition would be for City. Um, not that this should be hugely City-focused, but we've talked about the, the Champions League running alongside the league. Um, and there, there is added benefit to City having a tough couple of games there. Yeah, so they actually paced Spurs three times in a row, don't they? Yeah, they do, yeah. Which is, I mean, that, that well, the emphasis on our season that Spurs could have is, is absolutely massive. Spurs could have a huge say in where Silverware goes for, for the English teams this season. Yeah, huge for, for both Champions League and, and Premier League. And I think, oh, I was saying to you off air just now that I actually think Spurs can get a result, but I think it's more likely to come in the Champions League. And I don't know why I think that. But I just feel like in a one-off game, City are the kind of team that when they have to win, they'll win it. But over two legs, you're just unsure what like Harry Kane might turn up and have a have a blinder one one day, which could also apply to a one one-off game. But yeah. I just feel like in that in that game in between the Champions League, the Premier League game in between the two legs, um, I just can't see City slipping up there. But but it does put pressure. <clears throat> It, it does put pressure on them and what I would say is whilst whilst I'm not counting my chickens before my eggs um, the fact that we're focusing almost more with more interest in City's draw than ours given that we've got Porto tells you a lot about um, it, like the change in mood around the camp I, I think it's it's probably fair to say that we are there, there can't be many people out there that expect Porto to go through right no, especially after what happened last year. They they will not have wanted to face up. No, absolutely. I don't. To be honest, I think given the way that we play and the way we set up, we are one of those knockout teams that no one wants to face. No, I I actually um I mean the last sixteen was was mad. Other than <clears throat> other than us and City, I think I predicted every other outcome wrong. I thought Real Madrid would go through against Ajax. Oh, sorry. Obviously, you, I expected Barca to beat Leon. But I've put. But the reason I come to this is I expected Roma to put Porto out. Yeah, yeah. Getting through was quite a surprise. And, it was. And yeah. uh, to be honest, well, uh, we looked at their league table. They're not top of the top of the Primera Liga. No. Benfica. Well, they're joint top with Benfica. Benfica. But I don't know if you saw Benfica's game last night, but I saw clips. Yeah, of Yeah, the they scored some absolute screamers. Yeah, um, Ronaldo scored an absolute. Yeah, an absolute blinder, didn't he? But so so. But my point there being that. It doesn't feel that they've particularly improved since we last played them. And obviously we thumped them, didn't we? What, 5-0? Yeah. Um, I did read a couple of interviews today with some of our players about it will be a different tie. And obviously I don't expect us to, yeah. to smash them like we did before. But um, 
I'm very confident that this is not. It's still not a great Porto team. The the Roma draw. I think you're right. Was was quite a surprise. Well, Roma additionally aren't the same team they used to be. Roma, Roma no, they're not. Arguably no. heavily weakened compared to the Roma of last season. But um, I think uh, <clears throat> you know, listening to um, people who know a lot about the game talk about it. Um, did you ever listen to On the Continent, Andy Bratton, yeah. the Portuguese expert? He he's largely of the opinion that Porto's standout player this season is um, Eda Militao, who's just gone to Real Madrid. Yeah. Did you see that, Zidane's? Yeah, I did see that, yeah. yeah. I mean, they've still got some decent players. Like, Yassine Brahimi's really good, I think. Um, I was after us signing him once upon a time. Um, Abubakar is quite dangerous up front, isn't he? Yeah, Abubakar does numbers. My, um, I've got a pal who supports Barcelona, and he loved our young Oliver Torres. Like oh from, God! From I think he's days. rubbish. Yeah, back, back in the football manager well. days, he was like uh, technique twenty, yeah. passing eighteen, and then strength and pace like ten. And he's he's one of those typical Spanish lads who he's got a lot of flair, moves the ball around nicely, but a bit of a Yao Texera. He is a bit of a Yao Texera. I, I honestly don't think there's that much difference, yeah. <laughs> which could be an absolutely fucking wild claim. But yeah, they've obviously got a re. Um, an almost elderly Pepe and Casillas axis at the back. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that is a uh, well, two very experienced players, but two very um, experienced players with very different uh, feelings left on on looking fans. Casillas, what a bloke! Did you see the, the video he posted of his own blunders, like basically to console Carius after the Carius? Yeah, I did see that. Yeah, so good. He's a hero, isn't he? he, and, he and is. from all accounts, I, I still think he's a decent keeper. Pepe, on the other hand, I have no worries about at all. He he's done. He's just a brute these days. He's he's old. He's he's lost his pace. Um, he's still aggressive, but from what I've seen of his recent recent years, I can't see their defence being able to cope with our strike force. To be honest with you, he had a reasonable World Cup. Yeah, but yeah, I, I get your point. I get your point. Alex Teller Teller's the lad who scored the penalties. Supposedly having a good season. Very attacking, isn't it? It'll be interesting to see if if he does play left back. Um, if he well, who we play up against him if it's Salah, because he's one of those players, typical Brazilian left back, but absolutely bombs. He's forward. a flying fullback, yeah. isn't he? Yeah. The um, <clears throat> so interestingly, the first leg being at home, um, and also being against Porto, who were the longest odds of the bookmakers to win the competition, i.e., like arguably deemed the weakest side. Playing them and playing at Anfield first really minimises the impact that Robertson being out is going to have on us. It does minimise the impact, but, but I, I just want to highlight the game two games before, which is Spurs at the end of March. Um, we've got Tottenham at home on the 31st. So Tottenham in that spell have us and then City three times. We've, I don't, I'm not sure who they've got in between. And we've got... Tottenham, then Southampton away, and then we've got Porto, Chelsea, Porto as the next three. So that is a critical, critical five-game spell for yeah. us, City and Spurs. It's massive for and Spurs. So Spurs play us, as you say, on the 31st of March. Then they play City on the 9th um, and then 16th or 17th of April. Um, and then they play City in the league again on the 20th of May. Mm. I wonder, though, how what, what Sorry, impact tw- yeah, that our game with Spurs will have. So, uh, hypothetical, obviously. If we win, how will City approach the league game? If Spurs take points off us, would City dare rest players in the league game against Spurs? Or rotate, not rest, because their squad's so good, but rotate. That's the thing with the City yeah. squad, isn't it? So, I feel like that Tottenham game is absolutely huge for us. 
I mean, it's huge anyway, obviously, at this stage of the season, but it could very well dictate what City go ahead and do as well. Do you know what? This, um, the Porto game last year uh, in the Champions League seemed, seemed to be the point at which our season started to sort of garner belief. Like, I, I started to really believe something special was going to happen from around that Porto game. Like, the, the, the 5-0 victory, that was when things started to look like, oh my God, something special could happen. There's something about drawing them again that makes me feel like that. Um, I think we're going to be too much for Fulham on Sunday, but like this, this um, the running will really get bookended by that Spurs game if we can win on the thirty first of March. Yeah, totally agree. And it was what we said on our social channels as well about the buying game. Obviously, first leg, I think. Well, we both read quite a lot of comments that some of the fans would be quite happy to go out to Bayern to focus on the league, but football is such a momentum game, and you can see it like with players. Well, take Salah for instance at the moment. He's he's off form. There's no doubt about it. But a couple of goals, and then suddenly he'll be back on form. And look at Mane at the moment. Yeah. And the whole the whole nature of like the squad and and confidence it, it just breeds com- more confidence, doesn't it? I couldn't agree more, mate. And I, I think one of the most important things that Jurgen Klopp tries to stress, or important in his in his um, belief, is that confidence isn't just about the players themselves having confidence in themselves. It's about the fan base and everyone around the club having confidence in the players, which in itself breeds the confidence that they have in themselves. Yeah. Klopp goes on and on and on about how how to support this club. We're not how to support us, but you know, he he encourage encourages that warm support and positivity, because um, I think he's fully aware of the impact it has on the players who who read all the social stuff. They you know they listen in the ground. They read everything written about them. We've massively gone in the last couple of days from, you know, post Everton bleakness. There was even mad claims for people wanting to clop out to now a big win at the Allianz Arena um, and a favourable draw. The mood's totally changed. Yeah, totally changed. Totally changed. It's I'd love to know what the dressing room's like right now compared to what it was two weeks ago. Whether it really like filters down to the players. Oh, it or must do. It, it does not. feel that way, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So um, how did you, how did how did you um, rate the buying game? Then Klopp's called it one of our most impressive tactical performances. I I would agree with that for, on a in a tactical sense. I, I feel like we totally just dominated them in, in from a tactical perspective uh, they only had two shots on target which for one of the most feared attackers in European football yeah. in Robert Lewandowski um, it's just incredible really the way that's, we shackled them that's two over both legs over both legs yeah, yeah. Um, and Serge Nabry was, was very dangerous throughout I thought but overall like Ribéry did nothing really Kingsley mm-hmm. Coman did very little when he came on uh, Hammers Rodriguez was awful. I thought in the second leg, it wasn't really a midfield battle. I think they were too deep. They were far too deep. But you would be against us, wouldn't you? When you yeah. when you centre half. I wonder. I wonder if that's fear. Yeah, of our possibly. press. Yeah, quite possibly. Um, um, Lewandowski came out afterwards, didn't he, and said that they were too negative, which seemed like an underhanded swipe at Kovac. Who... But I, I do totally agree with him. So there was no support up to him. He was just like Matip scored the own goal, but. Really, both centre backs had him in his pocket. Yeah, they only had they only had a couple of opportunities of, of for movement in the box. First was obviously their goal when Nabry um, gets in behind Robertson, where Robertson steps up when he didn't really need yeah. to step up. Um, he had a strange two legs, I thought Robertson. Yeah, Nabry he, caused him a lot of problems. Nabry caused Robertson more problems than I've ever seen anyone yeah. cause Robertson. It's really rare. Yeah. yeah, but it, it, I think it was just comfortable. Like there's people who who are saying, "Oh, classic Liverpool, they've got an easy draw." At the end of the day, we've got through a group with Napoli and PSG, and we've 
yeah, I, I totally don't agree with that. I, I was getting a couple of messages earlier from United fans saying Liverpool are so lucky as usual. Like we've had a terrible draw. I was like, you forget that we've played PSG twice already. You know, the last season we obviously had to get to the final, beat City over two legs, Real Madrid, Chelsea knocked us out in the in the League Cup earlier this yeah. season. We're not getting easy draws in cups. I'm, I'm not. I'm not having that at all. And we've just done Bayern over two legs. Yeah, and we got Wolves, who are probably the seventh best Premier League team in the yeah. third round of the FA Cup. So I, I don't. I don't think that's a, a fair thing to say. I, I, I admit, obviously, you're going to be delighted with Porto. But, I'm absolutely buzzing yeah. about it. <laughs> but it's, I, I feel kind of the opposite way that it's about time we got a nice draw. Oh yeah. No, I take your point. I do as well. It, it's. Uh, I mean, it could have been worse for City, but I like. I was hoping they might get Barcelona. I'll be honest. Yeah, but, um, and what? Well, what about us avoiding City? Do you think that increases our chances? Or I mean, it's going to be presuming we do beat Porto, which you can't make those assumptions. But yeah, I mean, we'll, it looks like Barcelona probably if they, as long as they beat United, obviously. Yeah, so we can talk about the semi final because it was the double draw. They've obviously made the yeah. draw. So the the winner of Liverpool Porto plays the winner of uh, Barca United. Um, and the winner of City Spurs plays the winner of Ajax Juve. So, yeah. I'm happy. Um, who do you want in the semi if we were together? You want United, don't you? I mean, you don't want to play Barca. You can... I'm torn about the United thing. Like, why? I mean, because beating be, them would, it would be fantastic, hurt more. but losing them yeah, would be... Yeah, it would hurt more to go out, but awful. we've just got a better chance. Like, as much as United's form has, has improved massively, I still don't think they're a particularly good outfit. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I mean... I'd be really surprised if Barca go out to United. I would fancy us against either of them, I think. With, with, I was saying that, I would, would have said that with more conviction two months ago. I mean, United w- were a different proposition two months ago, and, I, and Barca are on better form now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'd fancy us against either of those two teams. Which goes to show just how far we've come. And I think um, that's why Champions League football is so important because yeah. if you start going out in the in the last sixteen, then you can quickly lose your edge in Europe, and you've got to consistently get to the quarterfinals stages and beyond. I think to really be an elite force and, yeah. and keep your best players. Yeah, players want to play in the big games, yeah. don't they? Um, and you know, it doesn't get much bigger than if we are to beat Porto. It doesn't get much bigger than a semi-final tie against Barcelona or, or your arch rivals, Man United. No, it does not, and it, it feels good to be in the mix once more. Yeah, I, I mean, there's some good quality in this draw. It, the, the pot would have looked a bit stronger if it was Roma and Real Madrid in it, I think. Oh, um, definitely, yeah. yeah. If Real Madrid was in the pot, it'd be a very... A Porto aside, it'd be a very tricky draw. You yeah. wouldn't really want to draw any of them. No. I mean, it, that we, we could be looking at facing a PSG or a Barca in the other half of the draw. That is, yeah. I, I actually said on Twitter, and... I can understand why I got ribbed for this, but I said on Twitter when United drew PSG that Neymar being out was possibly a good thing because I said I'd rather play Man United in later stages of the cup than PSG. And obviously people piled in and were like, how can you say that? It's Man United. Obviously we always want Man United to lose. But we're looking at the possibility of now that coming true. if If the other leg tie was PSG against Barcelona and Neymar was fit, yeah, I wouldn't know who I would favour in that tie, and I also would much rather play Man United than PSG. Yeah, talking about well, returning players. How would you feel about Suarez and Coutinho? What reception they'll get? Yeah, 
I mean, Coutinho is probably going to get a bad one, isn't he? Coutinho would not get a warm reception, particularly. How do you feel, though, personally? Um, I mean, I would be more worried about Coutinho on playing terms, you know. So Suarez, I said to you the other day, has that incredible statistic. He hasn't scored a Champions League goal in 17 games now. That is like that is one of those stats that's just unbelievable. Yeah, like crazy. Yeah. Considering that he, in that 17-game period, they've yeah. torn some teams yeah. apart. I mean, even the Leon game, yeah. they scored five. And he was, had a good game as well. He did, yeah. It's quite surprising, really. Oh gosh, it doesn't really bear thinking about those no. coming back. But luckily we don't have to because we've got Porto first. Yeah, um, one step at a time. Yeah, good stuff. And it looks like we'll have Ox and Gomez back for it. Yeah, that uh, certainly bolsters the squad. Do you yeah. think... Um, so, well, Gomez has obviously got the, the much bigger shout to slot straight back in. But what impact do you think Oxlade will have in, in that run-up? Because he was so important in the Champions League run-up last year. Unbelievably so. It's it, like it's so cruel on the player and also on us. Um, Oxlade is a very unique player in our squad. Um, I don't know what sort of playing impact he'll have, but I think in terms of the mood lift impact, he'll have a big one. I totally agree. I was, I was about to say that. I think it's very easy to get carried away considering his form yeah. before the injury, but the reality is he, he could be yeah. way off the pace for a long time. He, yeah. he almost certainly will be. And, yeah. and going back to the point about Klopp um, trying to instill belief in all of the fan base, even if Oxlade isn't fit, I wouldn't be surprised at all if Klopp names him on the bench against Spurs at home for against Tottenham yeah. on the 31st of March to lift, lift the place. The lads seem to it, love him as well, even don't they? The lads love him, yeah. Yeah, but the fans also love him. Yeah. I, I can't really remember a return from injury that's been as anticipated as his of any player which is mad because he, like, he's a good player but he's not the greatest player of all time Yeah, and I can't remember people getting more excited but hopefully he bangs one in against Porto anyway imagine, imagine. <laughs> yeah. imagine what a return that would yeah. be what scenes good stuff thanks very much for listening everyone cheers